Hey y'all, I'm Shelby, a marketer, creative, wordsmith, and world-class talker. And I'm Erica, a project manager, creative, interior designer, and world-class hype woman. And we're the hosts of the All Things Melanin podcast. This is a safe space for open, honest, and transparent conversations are the norm. We share our journey of navigating all aspects of life, and we're not holding back. Now let's get into this week's episode. Erica! Hey girl, hey! What's good? What's popping? What's happening? What's right with you today, friend? Um, What's right with me would be... That's actually a good question. Because, you know, you usually ask me what's popping, and don't nothing really be popping, but... Um, what's right with me, I would say my decision making lately has been right. Mm. And that's really I like that. about it. I've been really making the decisions and standing on my decisions. So that's what's right with me today. How about you? What's right with you? I love that for you, friend. Um, I, I'm going to say what's right for me is that I am really proud of myself in that I have been like doing things and living life on my terms and like just throwing what others' perceptions and what they think I should be doing, where they think I should be at and how I should be living my life and spending my money and all of the things out of the window. And so I just feel like I am the happiest, healthiest and finest version of myself that I have been in a long time. And it's not because of a person or a thing. It's really God. But like, I love that for me. Just, I think for me, just to feel happy and whole on my own and not because of a person and things like that. I don't know. I, friend, I'm just in a really good mood. Like in the words of Issa Rae, it's a me season. It's a me year. And I love that for me. I really do. Because I really didn't fought some battles that y'all don't even know about. <laughs> but I'm good. And I love to hear that. I love to hear you're in a much better place or space um, than before. That's that's always good. And it's definitely a me season. But you know also what kind of season it is. What? Things melanin turns six. Oh my gosh! I know. Six years old, not crazy. We got like a whole like first grader out here in these streets, right? Like that's like kindergarten to first grade. You can tell we ain't got kids because we don't know, but we know they little. Right. Like I don't know, friend. I feel like six years has gone by so fast like I had to like calculate it real quick and I was like wow we really been out here in these internet and podcast streets for six years and so thinking on all things melon and turning six like I think about like how excited we were when we first started how eager we were and really just how optimistic we were to put something out that was for people who could that was relatable that was honest that was open and that was transparent and so just whether you listen to us you're just now tuning in or you're like a lifelong melanin fan person um erica and i say this all the time one of our goals is to be honest open and transparent about everything that we do that includes dating relationships that includes our journey to building a brand as well as our career 
That includes, you know, answering your questions in the mentor moment and being honest and also just being very transparent where we are on our faith journey as we struggle through things, whether we're in a a peak season or a valley season. And so in just kind of recapping all of that, um, all things melanin turning six, obviously the question of the day is going to have to do with our anniversary because it's our anniversary um what when you think about it friend when it's all said and done two things what do you want all things melanin's legacy to be from your point of view and what do you help people take away from our brand when they come in contact with us that's a really good question that's like an oprah winfrey like type of question i know So I'll start with what I hope people will take away from our brand. So the first thing that came to mind would be encouragement. I just really hope that people find encouragement from what we talk about here on our podcast, what we post on our social media. Also, I hope that they find positivity because especially on social media and even in podcasts, like everything is just all over the place and sometimes it could be very negative so I hope that they laugh and find positivity and kind of just be like an escape for challenges right but then also I hope that they find vision for themselves Mm -hmm. for their lives and um being able to even create a vision like sometimes I hear people say like I don't even know what my vision is I don't know what I want anymore I don't I don't dream Mm -hmm. anymore Well, I hope that people take away confidence in what that vision is and also a new perspective from what it is that we talk about, what it is that we um, do. I just really hope that people find that encouragement, positivity, vision. Now, with the legacy, um, what I would hope is that we have this platform that gives back. It's not about us anymore. I feel like we, we should have this platform have this legacy of, you know, creating a space where we um, give others the exposure, give others the platform, give others the, again, encouragement to um, just talk about what it is that they do. We We always say that, like, once we have a vision and we have a dream and we put it out there, it's no longer about us. So whenever we do our segments, like with our go getters or we interview other entrepreneurs or creatives, I feel like that that's what it's about is giving back, is giving them the platform, educating others on what it is that we've learned, what we know. I think that that would be what I would most want our legacy to be about. So what would you say, First of all, I love all of that, friend. And of course, I agree with you. I'm not sure how I'm going to come behind you and answer this question now because you knocked it out the park. (laughs) But no, I agree with everything you said. And I, um, like I said, I agree. Um, So I think what I hope people take away from our brand, um, I hope people take away that I feel like I agree with you. I don't think a lot of people dream anymore. And I don't think a lot of people follow their dreams. I think that they just fall in line to what society, their family and their friends think that they should do. And I really hope that people take away that it's okay to live a life that other people don't understand or want. And it's okay to follow your dreams. And it's okay 
to decide that you want to do certain things and to live a certain type of life and go do it. I think that everything is figure outable. And I think that Erica and I starting all things melanin and even this podcast um, is an example of that. And so I really want people to take away that I deserve to live a life that I can say at the end of my life that that's a job well done. Like I don't have any regrets. And so I hope through our open, honest and transparent conversations, I hope even through our trials and tribulations, our happy moments, our sad moments, our we don't know what the fuck moments, but also our aha moments. I hope that that really inspires people to decide what they want and say no to everything that doesn't get them there. Like I want people to live a life on their terms from what they want. Like that's what I really hope that people take away from that. Um, As far as our legacy goes, just adding on to what you said, because obviously I agree um, with everything you said. I really want our legacy, in addition to what you said, to be that there really is no blueprint to life. Like you create your own blueprint. And so I hope that we can be remembered as two women who who encourage other women to live their best life on their terms, whatever that is to them. Like I want our legacy to be like, okay, I want to do X, Y, and D, X, Y, and Z. Cool. Like let's go and do the damn thing. Like I want our legacy to leave people inspired. And I pray that when people feel down or sad or like they can't go on, like they can refer back to some content that we did, whether it's our podcast or our blog or a video and say, okay, like this was the pick me up that I needed. So I hope we'll remember as being women's um, hype women. I hope we'll remember as being women's cheerleaders. I hope we'll remember as being women's the push that they need. I hope we're remembered as being people's prayer partners, their friends, their sisters, um, whatever they may need to get them over that hump. I love that. So on that note, let's cheers to our sixth year. Let's do this. Clink, clink, clink. Cheers. All right, so let's get into our show for the day. The first segment is dating and relationships. So one form of relationship is friendship. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Friends. What about your friends? (laughs) So friends are the family that you get to choose and some of the most important people in your life. You are who you hang with. So who you hang with and call a friend matters. So what are some green flags in a friendship that let you know you have good people around you? So I'm going to ask you a question by question. So the first one is, how has friendship inspired you? Yeah, you know, anybody that knows me knows that I absolutely love my friends. Like, I make it weird, I make it corny, and I don't care. Like, that's just my personality because I never want anybody in my life, particularly any of my friends, to wonder where they stand with me. But also, like, I want people to feel appreciated and loved and and all of those things. And before I answer this question, I just want to share something that Erica told me years ago that has stuck with me. Erica told me years ago that everybody is not going to friend like you friends, and that is okay. And so when she said that, I had to like internalize that and be like, you're so right. And when she said that, 
a year, some years later, I realized that it's okay if people don't friend like you friend. But I think the most important thing is that they 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 friend how they friend, but they give you what they got. Like as long as somebody is showing up and trying to be a good friend and making the effort, I think that's what's most important. And I think another thing to just point out in friendship, because I'm going on this tangent before I answer the question. But it's on my spirit. <laughs> I think another important thing to hold, to think about friendship is like, think about it like this. Like friendship adds up to 100, 100, right? So I'm going to use me and Erica as an example because we're really good friends and we're on this podcast. So our friendship battery is supposed to add up to be 100, right? And in theory, Erica's supposed to give 100 and I'm supposed to, no, Erica's supposed to give 50 and I'm supposed to give 50. But I think that it's so important to genuinely know your friend because there are going to be seasons in your life that... Erica can't get 50. Like she doesn't have it to get. Maybe she has 10 and I have to give the 90%. And I can say that there have been times where I've had zero to give. <laughs> I have had zero to give, but I have tried. And Erica has filled me up the, uh, the other 100% until I can get back to the 50%. And so I think it's really important to genuinely know who your friends are so that you can give them grace. I think it's I think that's really important in a friendship because I think a lot of times people are like, oh, like they're not a good friend or they're horrible. But have you actually checked on your friend? <laughs> have you actually reached out to them to see how they're doing or to see what they may need? Because the same way that you pour into a man and you chase that man that's doing you bad and doing you dirty, not saying you got to chase your friend but that's the same type of energy you need to keep for your friend because that is the person that is always going to be there to pick up the pieces unless you've pushed them too far away now to answer the question <laughs> so green flags that i look for in friendship um and that i think that are important are some a friend that is respectful um a friend that reciprocates um you know, just being a good friend, like showing up for you, reaching out to you, planning things. Like, I don't just want to hear from you when your man don't want you or y'all broke up and you in a bad situation. Like, I want to hear from you in all seasons of your life, because if this is one sided, you got to go. Somebody that I can trust. Like, if I tell you something in confidence, there's no reason that I should hear from Shaniqua, because at that point, you got to go and get demoted in the friend thing. Like, that's important to me. Somebody that's open and honest. Like, I don't need somebody to tell me that I'm always right i need somebody that's gonna hold me accountable but somebody that loves me enough to be very open and honest and transparent with me when i need it in the good and in the bad somebody that is loyal somebody that is kind somebody that is dependable someone who shows up for me like everybody want to party in the limo and pop bottles in the club but when life gets to knocking your ass out like do you have somebody that's gonna wipe your tears do you have somebody that's gonna come over to your house and like stare into the air with you do you have somebody that will pull up on you if they need to do you have somebody that can really rock with you through the lowest moments of your life if you need them to. Um, someone who prays for you. Now, if you don't pray to God, do not pray for me, okay? If you don't have a relationship with the Lord, please do not pray for me. But just having a friend that is a believer in Christ and somebody that knows how to pray because Erica has prayed for me and I told her one day, this is just like how our friendship said. I was like, thank you so much for praying for me, friend, because I didn't know if the prayers were getting up there because that's just where I am in life right now. Like mm -hmm. having somebody that... You can just be honest with and having somebody that you can evolve with and do and do life with. I say that all the time. And I say this to Erica. I was like, you know, I tell Erica all the time. We locked in. Like, if you get mad at me, you're going to sleep on the couch. And I'm going to hit you up a week later. and We're going to work it out because at this point, you know too much about me. We friends. It is what it is. But I also think that like 
Erica and I have been able to evolve with each other. And I think that when you, I feel like coming to, having somebody in your life that is a good friend, everybody doesn't have that experience. And so I feel like if you have people in your life that you can really count on, that you can really call up and be like, I need you, or what do you think about this? Or girl, let's go have fun. Or like, I'm having a bad day. I ain't got it. Like, I think that is so special because friends are the family that you get to choose and friends are not obligated to you. They owe you nothing. They literally choose to show up and to love you. And so I think that we talk about red flags and relationships and friendships a lot, but I think it's really important to talk about the green flags because I think it's really important to know when you have a good friend. And if you have a good friend, you should show them, you should tell them because I found the older that I get, sometimes the harder it is to maintain friendships. I've lost friends. I've outgrown friends. I've questioned friends and my mom always told me if you got one good friend then you're good and I've been really fortunate to have a handful of really good friends so those are green flags that I look for in people and like when I see those and they're genuine and I can feel it like I'm gonna return that tenfold and show up for my people what about you friend like what are some green flags that you see in friendship Yes, I love all that that you said. And one of the green flags is a share a story that I will share between that happened between me and you as friends. It happened recently, which I told you. Like, okay, you mentioned praying for your friends. That is so so important. Pray for your friends, just like you pray for that man. Okay, pray for. Right. So the other day, I was just doing this stuff on my own, like I always do. Don't tell nobody what I'm dealing with. So um, one day, she'll be like randomly hit me up, literally while I was praying about the very thing that was, you know, I was going through. And it said words of encouragement, specifically what I needed to hear at that moment. And how's she going to know that? Because she's my friend and she prays for me and our friendship. So for me, that's a huge green flag. If you just have somebody that they always there for the turn up, but they're not really there for, you know, when you need someone to pray for you, um, then that might be a little bit of a red flag. But we talk about green flags. So another thing would be, you know, having supportive friends. Um, <laughs> a friend that can give you some sound advice, a friend that is a good listener, a friend that is understanding, um, a friend that understands your boundaries, a friend that's reliable, a friend that's dependable, a friend that knows who you are, and they're not going to take offense if things start to change. So, for example, like Shelby, you kind of mentioned it earlier, it's like just learn your friends. Not everybody friends the same way. So, for example, if you have a friend that doesn't talk on the phone every single day, all day on FaceTime or whatever, don't get mad at her or him. That's just not how they friend. Right, that don't mean they're not a good friend. Um, another green flag is just understanding that different friends hold different roles in our lives. Some of us try to make that one friend do everything and be everybody to to you all the time, and that's just not realistic. When everyone has their own journeys in life, just like you can't look at a man and think he gonna every man gonna be your husband. You can't look at every friend and think they gonna fulfill every friend bucket in your life. You know what I'm saying? Every friend has different roles. So having a friend that understands that is a great thing. And so once you learn where to place these friends, it becomes so much easier. And I wanna um, mention boundaries again. Boundaries are so important in any relationship, family relationship, business relationship, work relationship, 
uh, romantic relationships, boundaries, right. actually what I'm personally working on in all areas. So you can tell who your real friends are, and this would be a green flag, when they respect your boundaries and not take offense of your boundaries. You could be that person that didn't have no boundaries for 10 years. And then all of a sudden you find out that you need to start putting up some boundaries and you make that decision. They still should not take offense to that because that is your decision. So being able to also say no within those boundaries and not always be that yes friend. Like that's a green flag when your friends are like, you know what? I can take a no. You know, I can, I understand. Um, Because a lot of us as, I feel like a lot of our friends, Shelby, that we have around us, we're obviously all good to each other. And, right. But it's not realistic to think that everybody's going to be there all the time. So basically just saying right. like, the green when all your friends understand you have boundaries and there's certain things you can and cannot do in certain seasons of your life. So right. um, I started, once I realized and started focusing on myself and my me season <laughs> and taking it seriously, I noticed a lot of green flags with people around me that understood that and um, not taking it a different type of way. And so I think those would be my personal main green flags is just boundaries, support, listening, loyalty, understanding, dependable. So um, another question that I had to ask you would what has friendship taught you? Oh, I think that's such a good question. Um, I think just kind of going back to one of my earlier points, um, friendship has taught me um, a lot of different things. And I think that I have been so inspired by my friends because if I'm being honest, and this ain't like it's a flex, but it's not. But like, no, it's a flex. Like, I am friends with some bomb ass women. Like my friends are beautiful. They are intelligent. They got they got degrees. They got good paying jobs. They fine as fuck. Like listen, but also my friends are beautiful, like on the inside and outside, um, which I think is good. And I think kind of to my point a little bit earlier, I said it and I'll say it again. Like friendship has taught me that everyone wants friend like I friend, but I think that each one of my friends brings something different to the table that makes me a better person and that teaches me and that inspires me. Um, You know, they say you are who you hang out with. And I think that I am able to learn and to soak in things that my friends teach me. I think one of the things that Erica has really taught me that she probably doesn't even know is how to stand on my boundaries and standards. Um, Cause I listen to her and we have conversations and I'm like, Shelby, you got to tighten up like what? And that's something that I haven't done in the past that she has taught me that I love. Um, Friendship has also taught me and shown me like what love and loyalty looks like outside of my family or romantic love. You know, I think that you can receive love. I think platonic love is just as, important as romantic love because obviously I get love for my family and my parents and my mom and all of those people but I think like friendship has taught me what love without boundaries looks like what love without conditions um looks like because like I said a little bit earlier when people choose to be your friend and to do life with you and to be loyal to you and to love you and to pour into you they don't owe you anything so for them to be separate 
for so for them to be selfless and showing up and serving you in the best capacity that they can to show up to support you to pour into you and to do life with you i think that is such a beautiful display of pure love and i think that my friends have shown me that and honestly i am just thankful for my friends i thank god every day for my friends i pray for my friends i send them random corny shit all the time just because i want them to know how much that i love them but like i really lucked up in the friendship department and i wish genuine friendship on every single person because i think that friendship has the power to change and impact lives more than we know what about you, friend? Yes, I agree 1000% with what you said. So the only thing I would add to that is what it's taught me is being okay with friendships, friendship dynamics changing, kind of like you mm. said earlier when you realize that, you know, you can outgrow friends or the seasons change. And that is okay, because I think a lot of us try to hold on so hard to relationships or friendships just because the amount of time we've known them or just because you care about them or something like that but what I have learned is that like as life goes on and people are on their different journeys and different seasons and like the friendship dynamic will change and change is not a bad thing I honestly think that it's a healthy thing um it can be a healthy change so I think that we should always be growing obviously so if you can grow with your friends that's a huge blessing and sometimes you can't grow with your friends sometimes you can't grow friends but I'm saying that just me personally I had to learn that like okay your dynamics are changing that is okay and it doesn't matter um if you you know but basically when dynamics change the seasons will change and if it's if it is meant for them to be in your life again it will so I just feel like I'm saying all that to say it's okay for seasons of if seasons of friendships don't fit the season of your life at the moment dynamics are forever changing so that's okay so that's what I'm learning in my life all right so speaking of learning um let's keep it moving to talk about the journey so this is where shelby and i will discuss what we've learned on our journey to building all things melanin so as we mentioned earlier in the show it is our anniversary slash blog anniversary okay so all things melanin has turned six we've been down this rope for six years so let's chat about our journey this far so shelby Number one, how do you feel about all things melanin turning six? And what's something that you've learned on this journey to building this brand from scratch? Honestly, I feel like it's really surreal that all things melanin is turning six. Like, I feel like we literally just burped and launched this yesterday. And I think six years has gone by so fast. So honestly, I feel happy. I feel proud, I feel excited, I feel optimistic, and I am so proud of what we've done so far, but I'm also um, excited for what we're going to continue to do in the future, so that's how I'm feeling. I think one thing that I've had to learn on our journey to building all things melanin from scratch is that like, it's okay for us to stay in our lane and do what we're called to do instead of worrying what someone else was doing. I think a lot in the beginning, I did a lot of comparison like, oh, they're doing this or they're doing that or they're on this platform and this is what they're saying and doing. When in reality, like we created this platform because 
we didn't see other people our age that looked like us that were women of color being open, honest, and transparent about dating and relationships or their journey to building a plan or their faith walk or just trying to connect and build community. And I think at one point that I just got so caught up and lost and overwhelmed in what everybody else was doing that I forgot our mission. And so I think one thing that I had to learn is that like, whatever works for somebody else, that's that's great. That's their sauce. That's their recipe. That there's that's their blueprint. I had to learn how to stay focused on our goal and our mission and our drive and push that forward. Like I had to learn that our mission, our blueprint, our secret sauce, like it's for us and it's going to touch who it's supposed to touch and that Rome wasn't built in a day. And so that our community isn't going to be built in a day. And that's okay. Like we were called to inspire, motivate and inspire women, particularly women of color to live their best lives and to follow their dreams. And to do that, we need to stay in our lane and do what God has called us to do and what God has inspired us to do instead about worrying what someone else is doing. And I think that for me personally, when I stopped worrying about what other people were doing and I focused on us, then I could come up with, okay, like this can be our blueprint or okay, this can be our secret sauce or this is how we're going to propel people for it. I think it's perfectly fine to look for people for inspiration, but I think you get in heavy water when you don't focus on your own lane. So I would definitely say just focusing on our lane and just like doubling down on it and pushing forward. What about you, friend? How are you feeling? Uh, What's something that you learned? I want to know. Yes, I feel like I'm at like my kids' graduation and I'm crying because they going to elementary school. (laughs) That's how I feel. (laughs) But I honestly really can't believe that we've done this for six years. Like, I just feel like 2017 was maybe like two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean this long. I remember 2017, we just had an idea. We were coming from brunch, like lit off mimosas, talking about, you know what, girl, waiting on our Uber. we should do something together girl that's literally literally so it's just crazy to think that this whole time we've been this consistent and I just feel really proud of us I feel grateful I feel like God has really been continuing to give us the creativity to be able to keep this thing going you know what I mean so I just feel great. Um, And then something that I can say that I've learned on this journey from building our brand from scratch, um, if you think about it, in 2017, we started just as a blog, just blog articles on our website and our IG page and a Facebook page. Um, And so now we have evolved from that to doing, um, well, first we did videos and interviews, and now we're doing podcasting. Like we have really evolved and grown and from scratch what I could learn from scratch till now is timing is everything burnout is real patience is important and consistency is key okay um and another thing I would say is that just speaking to who you are as a brand that's like what I wrote in my little note Shelby so it goes right right along with what you were saying it's like don't worry about what everybody else is doing I remember when we first started, um, some comments of people were like, oh, well, everybody's doing a blog. Okay, well, when you walk down the water aisle, how many different brands of water are there? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, just stick to who you are as a brand with something that we had to be confident about and roll with it. Um, Because one thing I've also learned 
throughout this whole journey is that some people, they have so many different ideas for your vision. Like, oh, well, y'all should do this. I've even had people say, oh, y'all should be on video for y'all's podcast. Okay, that's cute. And maybe we will, but like, this is how we do right. podcasts. You know what I mean? So I think those would be the major things that I feel like not only did we learn from scratch till now, but it's something that we are continuing to learn. Um, and I'll say one more thing too about the timing. Like I'm saying six years and it doesn't feel like six years have gone by this fast, but I think that our society expects overnight success. And that's mm-hmm. just not true. So one thing that I have definitely learned is like timing is everything. And it's important to know that if you stay consistent, then the time is going to be the time for when it's supposed to be time. Okay. <laughs> so another question I have for you, Jovi, is what do you think is an area of opportunity um, that we have going forward? Uh, um, I think for me, um, one thing that I, uh, I think that is something that we're doing, but I think there's obviously an, an opportunity to do more. It's like, I would love for us to continue to um, connect with our community. Um, and honestly, just trying to find more ways to chat with our melanin fam, to connect with them, to provide them resources and all of the things. Like, I honestly love hearing feedback and talking to people. So, like, if you ever, like, email us or slide in our DMs, we're going to answer. And so, for me, that's one thing that I think that we have an opportunity to do more of and that I would love for us to do. So, hit us up, y'all. Like, we want to, like, hear from you. <laughs> what about you? I would say the same thing, obviously. <laughs> um, I put in my notes, creating more engaging content in, in the same way of like a way for us yeah. to hear from or interact with our Melanin fam, our new audiences, and way to engage new audiences. Um, and like you say, kind of give back, give y'all something um, as a appreciation um, to our audience in some way. So I definitely think we're on the same page with that. So Stay tuned, y'all. Okay, so another question would be, what's something that we're not doing now that you would love for us to do in the future? Yeah, I would love for us to get back to doing more video and to get back on YouTube. Um, I love creating. I love talking. I love planning. I love... um, bringing ideas to fruition. And I think that Eric and I, not only are we great friends, I think that we're a great team because we're able to balance each other out. Erica is a designer um, just naturally. And so I think obviously with her intelligence, um, her vision and her design, as well as with my strategy and my intelligence, I think that we would be able to come back and make something really cool and really special that would really empower con- that would really continue our message of empowering encouraging and inspiring um women and just people in general i would love to see us getting back to doing um more of that what about you yes and i'm so excited because we do have some thoughts and ideas around that <laughs> um but one thing that i would add to this well it actually goes kind of into the last question so i'll just say it now but um would be doing live podcast shows like on like a tour or something that would be dope um that's something i would love for us to do 
um, in the future. I think it'd be cool for us to actually meet face to face with our audience, new audiences, listeners, Melanin fam, um, whoever want to show up and turn up and talk and just <laughs> share with each other. I think that that would be so dope. Um, so last question is what's a dream or manifestation, Shelby, that you have for all things Melanin? Um, honestly, I agree with what you just said. Um, and you said one of the things that I wrote down, so I'll just say the other one. Honestly, the ultimate dream for me and for all things known and for us, I would, I really want Erica and I to either be on a panel at Essence Fest or moderate a panel at Essence Fest. That is like my ultimate dream for us. And I don't know how we're going to get there. I don't know how it's going to manifest, but I'm putting it in the universe. Because, so if you don't know, we've told this story before, but right before we started All Things Melanin, we went to Essence Fest together, and I think it was our second time going. And at that point, we had said, so if Essence Fest is in July, Eric and I had the idea or told each other the idea, and keep me honest, friend, that we wanted to do something together in May of 2017. We go, so we, we shoot some ideas around. We go to Essence Fest. We come back feeling so inspired. And literally, like, within two months, all things Melanin was born. And so I think it would be really cool in a full circle moment to go back to where we were so inspired to start our brand to, you know, inspire other people and to just be a part of the magic that really ignited the fire in us. Yes, and that's so crazy. I had the same thing written down because I just feel like us hosting or being on a panel at Essence Fest would literally be a full circle moment. So y'all put that on y'all prayer list for your girls because I feel like it's going to happen. But before we continue with the rest of the show, we just want to say how thankful we are for our Melanin fam for continuing to listen in. We want to give a shout out to Nika who has left a review. So she said, I'm so happy to have come across this amazing podcast. Thank you for your honesty and transparency. You all will definitely change lives. As a fellow podcaster, I'm definitely adding this podcast to my list of faves. Thank you, Nika, for listening in and supporting us. We really appreciated it. If you enjoy our podcast out there, please leave us a five-star review wherever you are listening to us right now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Now let's get back to the show. All right, so mentor moment of the day. This is when Shelby and I will read a listener's letter that was submitted to us, and then we're going to give our advice on it. So the letter reads, Hey, Erica and Shelby, I need some advice. I have a good career in IT, but when it comes to dating, I'm having trouble. Recently, I've tried to be more intentional about dating. Every time I ask for a woman's number and I'm trying to get to know her, I'll suggest meeting up for coffee, for example. I always get the response, let's remain as friends. You're just not my type. Or I get ghosted. It just feels like I'm trying to get to know them, but they don't want to get to know me. What can I do to overcome this and move past the friend stage so I can actually get to know someone? Also, what are some good spots to meet women in the Dallas area, more specifically Plano and surrounding areas? No clubs or hookah spots? Chad, that one's for you, Shelby. You go ahead and go, girl. Um, the ironic thing is I was going to tell you to go first, but since you're not, here here goes nothing. 
Um, so first and foremost, um, shout out to you for working in IT and having a good, stable job. Because first of all, kudos to you. Because the way this economy is set up, God bless you. Good for you. Um, so when it comes to dating, as someone who is actively attempting to date (laughs) or actually having conversations with people, I will say that like dating is hard. Um, It's really hard. I don't think it matters who you are because I've realized that a lot of times like you're really just not on the same page as people when it comes to dating. You have different expectations. You have different wants. You have all of the things. And so first of all, kudos to you for putting yourself out there and wanting to date. I think that I think that when you approach women, I think that obviously, you know, when you're getting to know women or you're getting to know anybody, that's me and Eric included, if we're dating and all that good stuff, there's a 50-50 chance that they're not going to want to be interested in you, right? There's a 50% chance that they will. There's a 50% chance that they want. There have been times where, you know, I've met a guy, uh, I've given him my number and it's fell off. Maybe he ghosted me. Maybe I ghosted him. Maybe I realized he wasn't interested. Maybe I wasn't interested. And I think that dating, honestly, is really just trial an area of trying to figure out if you're on the same page with someone. I think that I think that what you are doing and putting yourself out there is what you are supposed to do. I think that when people tell you how they feel, I think that you have to respect them um, and appreciate them for being honest about not wanting to move forward and being honest about not being interested because what I don't want to happen is for somebody to string you along and to hurt your feelings or to play with you because then we got a problem like that's not cool and so I would say personally I would say keep putting yourself out there and people that you're interested in keep being honest open and transparent and you know I think that the scary thing about dating is that you can get your heart broken or you know you can fall in love with somebody you can really like them but I I always think about dating is for every person that that says no or that is not my person. I'm that much closer to my person. And so I think that personally dating is just trial and error. And I think that you just keep I think you have to.
Girl, that was great. I'm going to just go with what you said. Okay, next. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um, no, I think that was great advice. I loved your advice about him going to places that he likes to do. You know, I mean, in IT, don't just go to the computer lab. And I'm just saying that as a joke. But you know what I'm saying? Get out and adventure out and do things. So the first thing I want to address is saying, you know, you'll, you'll say you like meet up for coffee, for example. So I think... My suggestion would be, since I'm in the age range of 35 to 40, you got three or five business days to say the right thing. Um, so what I would suggest is making sure that you have conversations with her long enough to kind of get a feel for what she likes. Because let's say she don't like coffee, then she ain't going to go to the coffee shop or if she's not you know, wanting to do that. But I'm just saying, like, just make sure that you take the time to get to know her and know what she likes to do before you meet up. Even if that means you on FaceTime or you um, making sure you have constant communication before you actually plan something. One thing that women love is when you come up with a plan or idea. So pay attention to the things that she talks to you about and things that she says. Cause I honestly, I'm a firm believer that relationships should start off as friends, but if she, but I feel like you have a better chance of you not being in the friend zone if you are paying attention and you are um, making her feel like, hey, he really paying attention to me with the details. So that's what I would suggest. Um, also, as far as um, what are some good spots to meet women, let me tell you something. Daddies love brunch. Okay, so go somewhere where there's brunch. I would just say, because when I go out as a single person, I feel like women are everywhere. It's it, The ratio just ain't even. So women are going to be everywhere. And there's also like maybe some single nights, single night out or something you could go to, maybe some speed dating you could go to, um, some activities that you should suggest to, to your new interest would be something active, like maybe bowling or go skating or a game night there's this place called urban trivia in dallas that you could go and it's like fun with live music and live bands and you're playing game nights or maybe a wine tasting or something like i said it just all depends on what this person likes so just make sure you're making her feel like you know what he's really trying to get to know the things that i like and if you come through with a i got a reservation at your favorite restaurant i'm telling you she gonna show up you can win somebody over by just simply being thoughtful. Um, and then also maybe some art galleries, maybe a happy hour. You can meet women. I know women personally, including myself. I will go to a happy hour and sit at the bar by myself. So you just never know. Um, so that would be my suggestion. I feel like I need to take my own advice. But anyway, <laughs> if Yes, so I hope that you have better luck out there. I mean, I know it's hard in these streets. Dating has been more trash than it normally is for whatever reason, but good vibes out there, and I'm sure you'll find somebody. Uh, so if you out there have a question that you want us to answer, please send us an email to allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com or slide in our DMs at allthingsmelanin underscore underscore. So we're going to leave you today with words of encouragement coming from Proverbs 
I think that's great. I think the only thing I'll add to that is kind of what we said earlier is just make sure you are intentional about praying for your friends or praying for your friendship. Um, and also ask God to reveal the people around you, not only reveal the people around you to, to let you have peace about whatever that ends up being so if it he reveals people that you end up having to let go or remove yourself from pray for peace about that too um and just ask for discernment and wisdom about these friends um and so not only that don't feel bad if you feel like well man i don't want to lose my friend because that's the only friend that i have because let me tell you something god will isolate you on purpose and when i purpose i mean your purpose might be something that that person can't go with you to a lot of people want to put everybody in the boat with them and then wonder why they're thinking it's because it, you got people in there poking holes in the boat. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like make sure what you take away from this is pray for your friendships, pray for wisdom, pray for discernment, pray for God to reveal it. And let me tell you something, he's going to reveal them quickly. <laughs> okay. That's all I got.
Amen.